There's a bunch of crazy stories written by the Brothers Grimm. And now you're gonna learn all about them, listening to the Brothers Grimm. Students and scholars, friends and relations, ahoy ahoy. Welcome to the Brothers Dim Podcast. My name is Phil. And my name is Mike. And this is a podcast where uh, we discuss the crazy nature of the various stories written down, recorded by the Brothers Grimm. Today, we are going to be discussing story number six, Faithful John. Mike, how are you, though? I'm doing all right tonight. How about yourself? I'm not bad. I had, uh, we had Jamie did not get to stay at daycare today. <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't know if no one actually cares about, yeah, he was kicked out of daycare. I don't know <laughs> if anyone cares about me telling stories about my baby. However, I do know this. Normally, I would think no one's going to care about that. But if I post a picture of that baby <laughs> on Instagram, I get like 9,000 likes. But if yeah, I, I post... Mean... Uh, 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 anything literally anything else i get no likes i did get a lot of i used to get likes i used to go on reddit and i would post pictures of my uh award-winning gardens but i haven't done that in a while because uh because i i i felt that reddit was very addictive yeah i'm i'm me. with you on that uh, i had i had to quit I had to quit. It it was way too much for my my ADHD like nature. Like I just needed it was it was it's always new content constantly. And right. uh it was Yeah. And if yeah. you if you so get to the end of the subreddit you follow something, there's another subreddit to find. There's just a million more subreddits. Yeah, there's a there's a new subreddit. But um uh anyways, uh Jamie got uh vaccinated a bunch of vaccinations yesterday. Mm. They said, including the polio vaccine, so that's good. Um, because polio's making a comeback. I'm not gonna say by who, but polio's making a comeback. So, anyways, the kid got his polio vaccine, but they said he's gonna have a fever tomorrow. And he might be a little bit fussy. So we dropped him off at daycare, and then the daycare called us back after an hour, and they're like, <laughs> He's screaming his head off and he has a fever. <laughs> well, anyway, we, we, said, we, we were expecting that, and they were like well, that's what the doctor told us, told me and Amanda. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't bring the daycare in on any of uh, this, but they they said we had to come and get the baby. So uh, so he was home wow. with us today and he went to a he went to a meeting with me about change order negotiation from a subcontractor in Chicago. Well, that's exciting. <laughs> and oh, always. Yeah, I had, the, I had the baby on my lap. Nobody knew. <laughs> Uh, I didn't, I didn't have my camera, my zoom camera on or Slack, no MS teams. <laughs> I didn't have oh, my camera on. And I'm a, so sorry. I had a bottle in his mouth. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, MS teams is what I, we use Slack at my work and I, I like it fine. And then MS teams, it seems that's anytime I have to talk to anyone in Chicago, it always happens on MS teams. It's fine. I don't know. It's, it all feels the same to me. <laughs> You you might you might know better because you're some sort of computer expert man, but I'm a giant nerd. I digress. Uh, the baby was home with us, but now we're here to talk about uh that th we don't have to talk about anything about that. Story six, faithful John, Mike faithful Johnson. John. Will you please walk us through the plot? 
All right. So there's an old king. He thinks he's dying. Um, he summons his favorite servant, Faithful John, to his bedside and makes him promise to take care of his young son. That's basically the only thing he's worried about. Everything, all of his affairs are in order. He wants him to show him all around the castle and all of the riches that he's inheriting. Everything except for this one chamber in a gallery. And in that chamber is the portrait of a princess, a princess of the golden dwelling. His, his son is young and foolish, and he will fall head over heels in love with her and do dangerous things to win her love. If he sees the picture, he's yes. going to fall in love. With yeah. Her. If he lays eyes on that portrait, yeah, okay. it's all over. Faithful John okay. readily agrees to all of this, and the king immediately abruptly dies. Um, so, yeah. So, Faithful John does as asked. He shows the young king all around. He takes him under his wing. And as they're going around, the, the kid points out, you know, we always pass this one door that you don't open. You open all the other doors. What's up? With, what's, what's in this one? Faithful John replies, there is something within it which would terrify you. Uh, the, now the kid has to know. Tries to break the door down. Finally, Faithful John relents and opens it. Of course, the king immediately faints, falls to the floor. Um, so Faithful John carries him to his bed. Upon waking, he must have her. Uh, the best plot that they come up with, because she's the princess of the golden dwelling, is to melt down all of the gold in the kingdom and work it into new treasures to bring to her load up on the fleet, and they set sail. When they arrive, they pretend to be merchants. Uh, Faithful John goes ahead into the castle, shows her some of the treasures. She is smitten with these treasures. She loves them, wants to see more. Faithful John says, oh, I, I would do that, but it would take so long to bring them up here to the castle. Why don't you come down to the ship and see them all? And she's like, oh, okay. So she goes down there and is perusing oh, all yeah. the things. <laughs> In the meantime, they just set sail. <laughs> And straight up kidnap her. Um, right. When she finally finishes looking at all the gold treasures um, and realizes that they have set sail and she's being kidnapped, she gets angry. And the king is basically, oh, I'm sorry, but I'm so in love with you. I didn't know what else to do. And she's like, oh, okay then. Cool. En route, Faithful John overhears three ravens as they're flying past. And they're talking about how it's, you know, it's it's all well and good. The prince has the princess of the golden dwelling. It's his... It's wonderful, but he's never going to be able to keep her. And one of the crows asks, well, why? And the other crow responds that as soon as they reach shore, they're going to be met by a magical steed. And as soon as the young king hops on that steed, he's going to fly off into the sky and they'll never be seen again. Except if anyone jumps on the horse first, draws a gun out of the saddlebag and shoots the horse dead, it'll be fine. Oh, and that's all well and good, except that even if that happens, if they make it to the castle there's going to be a beautiful wedding garment for the king. And if he puts that on, it's going to burn him to the bone. And if at the end of the wedding, if they get through all of that, the queen, while dancing, is going to fall unconscious and look like she's dead. And unless someone bites her breast and draws three drops of blood and spits those out, she will die. <laughs> and each of these has a catch. <laughs> with with the horse okay <laughs> with the horse if if the person who is able to jump on the horse draw the gun shoot the horse dead if he tells the the king about this he will be turned to stone from the toe to the knee uh similarly with the wedding garment um the, the trick with that one is to anyone with gloves can pick it up and hurl it into the fire and the prince uh, the, the king will be saved but if he reveals that trick, then he will be turned to stone from the knee to the heart. And if he reveals 
anything about the the queen and the falling unconscious and biting her breast and drawing three drops of blood and spitting that out, thus saving her life. If that is revealed, then he will be turned to stone completely. And so Faithful John says, "Well, I've got this in the I've got this in the bag." And so sure enough, they get to shore and everything happens just as the raven said. The horse shows up. Faithful John jumps on, draws the gun, shoots the horse dead, and everybody's like, "What the fuck?" And and the king is like, well, it's Faithful John. He's got to have his reasons. And so they they proceed up to the castle on foot because, you know, the horse is dead. And sure enough, the king finds this beautiful wedding garment in his chambers, um, goes to put it on. Faithful John puts on gloves, grabs it, throws it in the fire. And everybody else is like, what the fuck? And Faithful John is like, well, I don't know. And the king is like, well, it's Faithful John. He's got to have his reasons. And then they go through the wedding. It's a God's beautiful God. affair. They're dancing afterwards. And sure enough, Queen falls over unconscious. Everybody's freaking out. Faithful John says, nope, I got this. Picks her up, exposes her <laughs> breast. Whips like, it out. <laughs> <laughs> sucks three drops of blood, spits it out, and she comes back. However, a, the king sees leash. this and says, <laughs> I've got a good idea. <laughs> Hear me out here. I'm just going to try just, something. Hear me out here. I'm just gonna try some. She's she's not doing too good. Maybe I should maybe I should suckle a little. But no, okay, say, okay. I've always wanted to try this. <laughs> and so yeah. So <laughs> however, this third one, the king, the king sees this and says, "This is this is outrageous. I cannot believe I've been betrayed like this." Throw him in the dungeon the next day. At his execution, Faithful John finally reveals the the secrets that he has known from the Ravens all this time, and immediately turns to stone. And the king, of course, is he is. Okay. So sad that he has the statue of Faithful John carried up to his bedchambers and placed beside his bed, where he can stare at it and cry <laughs> all the time. Yeah. So life goes on, and time the queen bears sons, and this is where the that legendary hard right turn comes in. One day, Faithful John is bemoaning, or no, sorry, the king is bemoaning Faithful John's uh, absence in his life, and the statue speaks to him and it says, "Oh well, you know." Actually, I can come back to life, um, but it requires sacrifice of that which you hold dearest. And the king is like, oh, anything, tell me. And he's like, you got you to gotta kill your sons, and you got to sprinkle my statue with their blood. And the king thinks for a hot second, and is like, all right. Whips out his sword, beheads his sons, sprinkles the statue with, the, with their blood, and sure enough, Faithful John comes right back to life and magically says, oh, you know, so that was really cool. I'm going to bring your sons back. Puts their heads back on their bodies, smears a little blood around, and poof, they're back to normal like nothing ever happened. Wonderful. King hears the queen coming and says, oh, quick, hide. Puts Faithful John and the boys in the cabinet. Queen comes in, and she's like, hey, what's going on? And the king's like, if we could get Faithful John back from this stone statue, which, by the way, is missing. Don't don't look. But we had to sacrifice our, our two sons. What do you think? And she thinks for a hot second and says, oh, yeah, you know, let's do it. And he says, oh, thank Christ, because actually that's what I did. But it worked out because we got the boys back, too. And then they all celebrate and dance and live happily ever after. Those kids, the end. Those kids were pretty colicky. I think we could do better. <laughs> Yeesh. And yeah, I mean, we've got. What's the moral? And the moral of the to- story, the moral, the moral of this tale, I I guess I, I trust your trusty servants to the very end, even if they're, even if, they, even if, if you catch them doing something to your, to your girl's 
breasts. Oh, just one, just the right one. <laughs> just the right one. Um, okay, so I know everyone lived in the end, but also you'd think after the legs go to stone, it, 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 like you can find a way around that. You can say like, okay, my leash, even if I tell you that you can't have something, just trust me. <laughs> just <laughs> that's it. Yeah, just like I'm going to there's going to be some things you're not going to understand. But yeah, you trust your people. If you want to do something stupid and and they say, don't do that stupid thing, you listen to them and it'll be fine. As for the girl, I guess, they're, they're, I don't know if this is a moral, but kidnap a lady and she'll come around eventually. Yeah. I, especially if you're her. rich and especially if you knock her up. Well, I mean, if if you love her stop going it's if okay. you love her if you if you if you think she's really hot <laughs> even though you've never <laughs> met her if you've seen her picture and you're a nice guy maybe stop going into rooms you're not supposed to go into that also happened to uh our lady's child in story that number three does seem to be a bit of a theme that's yeah we're on we're only in story six that's happened to find a nickel <laughs> for, for every time they open a door they shouldn't have we'd have two nickels so far which isn't a lot of nickels yet but no no we're gonna they, get a let soon. up they'll um, let by the end i mean speaking of biblical they'll, they'll cutting they'll, off they'll, the kids heads because somebody told you to oh yeah it's up there that's just <laughs> it wasn't even god like at least no. at least in the bible there was that excuse <laughs> it was a like, talking statue <laughs> like it was a talking statue of the help it wasn't even like it wasn't your brother or anything no, nothing against it was your dad's butler it was your dad's version of alfred yeah i mean kind of adoptive father yeah yeah you know what? i guess he is kind of alfred but is this um, is this king really batman i say <laughs> i mean all he did was die so unless bane was around I... <laughs> okay story type is arn thompson 516 straight up just faithful john and much like your plot like it's there's not a lot of differences generally the king dies and then his lieutenant brother or whoever is going to raise the kid, but can't go into the room with the picture of the princess. And the prince is going to bust into that room. They get the girl somehow. <laughs> that can be I, anything. I think generally, they it, she's kidnapped. I think that's... This wa there's the wacky-ass version, out. yeah, where they kidnap her. Or the two countries can be at war. Oh, right. Yep. And John, or, you know, someone's negotiating the marriage. Like, it, do it doesn't straight up have to be kidnapping. You said the, the hard right turn came... After the, the the thing with the three ravens, but the, like after they kidnapped the girl, that's that was where I thought the the hard right term was. I was like, all of a sudden, talking birds come along. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean and, that that is that is a hard right turn. I think you know what? I think this is this story is kind of an S shape, or or goes back in the direction it started. Maybe those are <laughs> those two right turns. King learns. King <laughs> always learns. So, yeah, the king learns that it was that that faithful John was faithful. And and then everyone, the queen has sons, and then everyone kills each other until everyone's brought back to life, on account of all the killing each other. And that's that's there's no explanation as to why. Speaking of um, why, so okay. you had mentioned in in some versions of this, it's not that they have to like they have to go find some way to get her um, or kidnap her, but it's that she is from a, a neighboring country that they're at war with, sure. and in the reason the portrait is there in the castle is because it's from previous attempts to solidify a marriage to bring the the warring countries together. Is that a that theory is not or... the case. 
No, no, that's that is that is what happens in some versions. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. That is not the case here, though. This is no. not a country they're at war with. So, not my question: war. If I'm if I'm the king, or even Faithful John, why does my dad have a portrait of this lady in the first place? I don't. Yeah, just there's hanging out. Just like just a, a weird magic painting. There was I saw something that said so on the origin of the story. No one no one knows had any idea where the story came from. But there's some scholars point out that there's there's a lot of like the country of India in there. Yeah, that's what I saw as well. And and there's like a much kind of richer tradition of pictographs, paintings or whatever of women and, and falling in love that way. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. Speaking of origin, uh, this yes. is the, the brothers are getting out of Castle at this point. This is from Dorothea Fiemann, um from <laughs> nearby village of Niedersveren. Oh, yeah. It's near Castle, but they're they're out of Castle at this point. So they're, they're starting to spread out. I guess they only got five. They're, <laughs> they're spreading around. No, they will. They, they, they spread to um, there's more. There's a lot more people from Castle and there's a lot more wild sisters. Oh, I know. I joke. These these are not in yeah. order of where they got them. Faithful John didn't try that hard to keep the kid out of the room, did he? No, he didn't try at all. He he just said, "Listen, I, I told your dad you shouldn't go in there, but I am your butler now. So if you you're the king, I can't keep you from that. You oh, just well. go. You just go in there." And Faithful John didn't burn the painting either. Like you said, but it's uh, it, the, they don't mention it, but it's very possible that there's there's no way he could have. Well, like, similar to Our Lady's Child, there's a lot of suspension of disbelief to get characters in a situation that you really need them to be in. If you if you need a kid to go to heaven or <laughs> you need you need a prince to break into a room where there's a portrait of a hot lady, you got to get there somehow and you, you got to do it in a page and a half tops. It's like the movie Mall Rats. They had to get to the mall pretty quick. <laughs> That's true. It's pretty much. I I don't have that many more notes on on, on story number six. Same. They're going to be short episodes. <laughs> Statue right next to the we bed. Got, huh? Yeah, I mean, I if you yeah, can I give you I tips. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You could use something. There's a joke in there. Something about use them as a sex toy, or you know, I like to have them watch. <laughs> in what position was he frozen? Yeah, exactly. He have his <laughs> fingers out. <laughs> Were his pantaloons strewn about? Um, <laughs> that story six, Faithful John. There's not a lot of notes. Nobody, Disney never made a movie about it. <laughs> Which is strange. I feel like they could have stretched this into a an hour and a half, hour and three quarters. Uh, it's, you know, it's funny. The ones that... I always I always point out Disney. It's funny the ones that Disney did. They're but they're the ones that sort of have just any little kind of iconic thing that you can you can use. And I don't know. I mean this story is just all over the place. I feel like they could have little mermaided this. I mean you still have to kidnap a lady. I guess if you did the countries are negotiating, there's a little maybe a Romeo and Juliet in there. Yeah, a little 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 mermaid, little frozen. I mean, I can, I can, this, this could be a musical. I can see, you know, they, they, it's a big, big musical number when they're melting down all the gold to make new trinkets for her. Okay. Um, a wonderful musical number when she's pissed off that she's been kidnapped <laughs> and it ends. No, I don't think you can, a, I don't think it has that twist into a love song. Well, I guess, yeah. Beauty and the Beast had a kidnapping that ended it. <laughs> yeah. That was a hostage negotiation. 
the more I say it, the more I want to try my um, screenwriting. I think I think okay. I can do this one. Well, you think, you think you can get ninety minutes out of this? Furiously scribbles down on to do list. <laughs> okay. Well, um, friends and folks, students and scholars, did you ever figure out? I've asked you this like <laughs> several times. Did you ever figure out a non-gendered ladies and gentlemen? I did, but I'm I fine with it. <laughs> did, but I forgot Johnson. it. Then your kids can keep being mad at you. Uh, and in the interim, uh, we can call it a night. So thank you for listening to Story 6. Faithful John. Sleep tight. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. <laughs>